FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. You're starting the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous flight all oh, the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh say does that star-spangled banner yet wave oh the land of the free from Thanksgiving. We are here. And with that in mind, we've got a Thanksgiving riddle for you here, Cheyenne. Okay. We do the morning riddle every weekday morning at about this time. Here you go. What is hard, oddly shaped, and brings you good fortune on Thanksgiving? Oh, I got it. Yeah, that should be pretty easy. (laughs) going to really rouse you if you did not get this one, Cheyenne. Watch, I'm wrong. I know, exactly. Six minutes away, we'll find out. What is hard, oddly shaped, and brings you good fortune on Thanksgiving? Here's your morning riddle. If you think you know, you can text us at 2218. But we'll get to the answer coming up here in six minutes on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. The morning riddle uh, with Thanksgiving a couple of days away does have uh, to do with Thanksgiving this morning. Uh, What is hard, oddly shaped, and brings you good fortune on Thanksgiving? What is hard, oddly shaped, and brings you good fortune on Thanksgiving? Uh, text for Kevin A to what awaits with the incorrect uh, text. Uh, text the 480. My mother-in-law's car keys. <laughs> no. Text the 281. A Crown Royal bottle. What is hard, oddly shaped, and brings you good fortune on Thanksgiving? I mean, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> text the 602. A cornucopia. Oh, okay. What are those, uh, like cones yes, with fruit in with it? With fruit right? in it, yep. That is incorrect. Uh, everybody else looks correct. All right, there you go. What is hard, oddly shaped, that brings you good fortune on Thanksgiving? Cheyenne. I'm going to go with a wishbone. A wishbone. Yeah. Only Woo! if you get the right side of it. Yes. Yeah, you got to get the full side of the wishbone. The longs. Yeah, the longs. The one that's got the stem at the top. Yeah. Because if you uh, pull. And you get the short end of the stick, no good fortune your way. And that is unfortunate. Oh, you guys do that every year? You do the uh, the whole wishbone thing? Or yes, we do. Yeah? Yeah, I don't remember the last time I did it because I haven't well, made the turkey. Normally, I'm like... Well, I said you guys do that every year and you say, the yeah, mo- we do. Well, yeah, for the most part. But, like, last year, 
I didn't really have a Thanksgiving. The year before that, I was at your house, so it was your guys' turkey. So... You ain't touching my wishbone. Get your hands <laughs> off my wishbone, Shane. You can have your wishbone. <laughs> all right. Uh, coming up next, where's my, where's my sheet? I'm all thrown off this morning. <laughs> Why? We're, I wanted tomorrow off. They're not giving us tomorrow <laughs> off. I'm all thrown yeah. off. Yeah, Trying that to is figure true. out a new reason to take tomorrow off. I think... <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, that tickle. That's right. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about bad uh, bad gifts, you know, and if that's a deal breaker in a new relationship. That's coming up next. You're on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, the holidays are, I guess, officially here, but the gift-giving season is pretty much, you know, next month leading up to Christmas and stuff. So it is it, upon us. When it comes to holiday gift-giving, how much would you spend on someone if you'd only been dating for about six months? Oh, that's a great question. A uh, new poll by dating.com found seven in 10 of its user, users would spend exactly $0. Stop it. Seven in 10. If you've been dating up to six months, $0. I've already bought him Brandon's Christmas yeah, present. You've been, with a, you've been with a guy for a uh, couple months. Yeah. A little while. A little while. A less, less than six months. Yes. And you've already bought him a gift. Yeah, it's already done. Look how excited you are about the holiday season, having, <laughs> having somebody by your side. I know. <laughs> it's been a while. It's my first time being able to buy a significant other Christmas present in like three years. It's what they call cuffing season. <laughs> Cheyenne took full advantage. <laughs> I still think, though, like if you've been together for six months, that's a solid amount of time. Like you should for, be well, buying for you. No, I think for right? about like six months of dating somebody consistently and like exclusively, exclusively dating know. somebody is, is that long? Like I, I say, it's I, long, I but I it's a like, good chunk of time. I, I, I have like a steak ate like five months ago, still kind of making its way through my intestines. So, I mean, it's <laughs> it's not really <laughs> six months ain't that long, Cheyenne. It is. I mean, it's a good chunk of time, though. You're telling me you should spend zero dollars on somebody that you've given your time and effort I mean, to for you ra- six months? Wouldn't you rather spend the money on like family and people you truly, really care about? I you mean, should truly care about yeah, somebody you've spent mo- six months with. Are you saying I love you yet? No, but I'm not saying that you can't truly care for somebody. You don't have to fall in love with them, but you should be like in a place of like, you know, admiration and. Which is fine. Feelings. You can express that, right? So they buy but him a Christmas buy gift. Buy a gift. Why do you have to be a material item to express that? Because it's the holidays and you should. Why not? Why, just why like wouldn't my wife, you? Just buying gifts for the sake of buying gifts. No, I love giving gifts. I know. That's, I love it's it. It's part of Christmas, right? It's the giving season. Yeah, and I just but, like buying gifts for people. I put a lot of thought and effort into gifts. You put a lot of thought and effort into this gift for Brandon? I did. I did. What is it? I'm not telling you, and he's listening. <laughs> oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you off air. 38% of people claim that if they don't get an appropriate gift from the person they've been dating, they'll dump them. <laughs> all right. So all that just said here, Cheyenne, about you getting the gift from this guy you've been dating less than six months. Get ready. It better be an appropriate gift. It is. I'm telling you, this gift is spot on. And 35% of people said they've done it, done it before. They've dumped somebody for not getting an appropriate gift. I've never dumped somebody for that. But I feel like if a gift is enough to break it off, you didn't see that relationship going anywhere anyway. Yeah, I definitely you know? think that that's an out. Like you were looking for an out and that was it? 
for sure. Um, has this happened to you though? Like, did you get an inappropriate gift? Let's kind of like shake shake Cheyenne's little uh, little stance here on on gifts for <laughs> people she's dated less than six months. Like, how does that happen? Right? Did you get? A not appropriate gift from somebody you've been dating for less than six months, and did you break it off? <laughs> prove me wrong. Yeah, prove Cheyenne wrong. Prove me wrong, because I think you yeah. should. You make her think that she needs to return this gift. I'm not. Text us at 22108. <laughs> no, that's the challenge. I'm not doing it. Make her want to return this gift for this guy that she's been dating less than six months. You can text us at 22108. Here's Jackson Dean. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Was it that he didn't buy you a gift for Christmas <laughs> in this new relationship you're in? Could it be that? Well, 35 was the number. 35% of people in a new relationship said a bad gift is a deal breaker for that new relationship. So the pressure is on. Cheyenne's relationship still has that new car scent. <laughs> it smells real good, though. <laughs> And she's already got him a gift yes. for Christmas. And I did tell you off air what it is. It's pretty good. It's a great gift. It's all right. Okay. Is it a little much for a new relationship? I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. But do I care? Not at all. Well, you'll care once he says, what is this? That's, this is too much. I feel You're I, moving too fast, <laughs> I'm woman. I'm pretty sure he knows what it's going to be because I've talked about it for months. Yeah. Yeah. But and maybe it's too much. Uh, text your cabinet at 22108. You know, what gift did uh, your, did you receive that was just a little too much, you know, for a new relationship? And did you break the relationship off? Because, I mean, 35% of people say a bad gift is a deal breaker. Yeah. And how do you define bad? Is bad too much? Like, is this too extravagant for such a new relationship? Or is it a pair of socks? Is that considered bad? And then you're like, screw this. I'm out. Yeah. That's all I'm getting. A pair of socks? <laughs> That's all I'm worth what's, to you? What's this future going to be like? <laughs> uh, text to the 402. My uh, my ex and I dated for four months before he bought me a $300 necklace. I was very taken aback by it, uh, only because of the amount of money he spent in such a short period of time. Not that I didn't appreciate it, but also thought it was kind of strange to spend that amount of money on somebody you hadn't, you hadn't been dating for very long. I'm all about giving gifts. And again, Cheyenne is correct. There are appropriate and inappropriate gifts, I guess. Yeah. $300 necklace. She's uh, She was taken aback by it. And I, what you're planning on doing is definitely valued at yeah. over $300. Shh, no, it's not. You said he probably Shh. already knows what it is. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah, is but for worrying? what it is, no, not at all. Because well, of what it is... And the amount of, like, how much I know it's going to be appreciated and why, I'm not concerned. Okay. Yeah. Um, my wife, I mean, it's almost like you, you can spend too much early on, right? Yes, yeah. And you can also, words could be too much early on. When my wife and I first started dating, it was a few weeks in. Uh -huh. I was like, I love you. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> a few weeks We're, in. Okay, no. Yeah. Few weeks in, but remember my dating lifestyle, Cheyenne, which was nothing in high school and, and out of high school. And some girl and likes you back. A, like, I yeah, love you. A girl finally spends time with me, and then she broke it off. It was too much. Words yeah. can be too much early on. Money, yeah, gifts could be too extravagant early on in a relationship. So wait, what happened? How did you get her back? Well, I mean, once she left me, she realized how much she <laughs> really did love me.
And back she came. The feeling was mutual. (laughs) Crawling back she came. She did. She came crawling back. (laughs) 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 The most unemotional guy in the world pops off with an I love you two weeks in. I love it. It's fantastic. (laughs) Ends up working out, so... Text the 623. Heck yeah, I would buy something in six months. My girlfriend and I are only seven months in, and this holiday, she will meet my family and son. Oh, I love that. Text at the 732. After two months, I bought my now wife a pregnancy test. <laughs> I mean, it's not expensive, oh, but like oh needed. <laughs> Wait, but like, what did it say? <laughs> Well, I'm assuming after two months and that they're now married, I'm assuming yeah, that it was might a not have anything to do test. with it. Maybe they fell in love too, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the potential of a positive test made them realize how much they loved each other. <laughs> all right, good stuff. Sorry, into that scary out uh, that gift or no, now. not yeah. at all. I'm pretty confident in it. All right. <laughs> Sorry. We'll, we'll see you after the holidays when you're single. You're like, gosh dang it. Wow. I should have listened to you, Gunner. No. I should have listened to you. I wouldn't tell you that even if it was true. <laughs> All right, it's Rivalry Week for ASU and University of Arizona, the Wildcats. What the Wildcats have already done to ASU in this rivalry battle, I'll tell you about it. Coming up next here on Campbell Country. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, it is Rivalry uh, Week in college football uh, in ASU, University of Arizona, the Wildcats going head-to-head Friday at 1 o'clock down at Tucson. Uh, But on Sunday morning, ASU students woke up to the big... A on A Mountain being painted red and blue. No! Which is the Wildcat numbers or <laughs> colors. <laughs> which, I mean, it's, it's rivalries have happened for years and years yeah. and years, right? It's one of the best parts about sports. Yeah, but I mean, I was somebody who grew up here, I was kind of talking to them about this yesterday. Um, and back in the day, like years ago, uh, they used to uh, protect the A. You know, oh. like ASU students would stand guard of a mountain to ensure that U of A students didn't go and paint the letter uh, uh, a, uh, U of A colors because it's happened before. They used yeah. to guard that mountain. Now, somebody was not guarding. Somebody didn't even think about it. And a U of A Wildcat student went up there, students, with buckets of paint. Wow. <laughs> it, uh, red and blue. It's rivalry. Rivalry. Week Cheyenne. That's insane to me. Like, first of all, where did the passion get lost for stuff like that? Like, why isn't the tradition of guarding the A still continued through ASU students, right? Where is that at? It's because of the kids these days, Cheyenne. They're lazy. lazy. They are very so lazy. lazy. <laughs> How hard is it to take a chair? Go take a chair. Couple of beers. Okay. And are sit you there. gonna do that? You're gonna go take a chair instead of the base of A Mountain at the ripe age for- of thirty one? No. <laughs> But if I was in my 20s and I was proud to be a sun devil, yeah. absolutely. It went, it went away sometime. Maybe, maybe it was because of COVID. Maybe everybody got lazy because of COVID. I mean, now there's like restaurants and everybody's begging people to come work. Right. You know, but I think COVID made everybody lazy. And I mean, this generation's just kind of lazy. So I don't I don't know where the ball was dropped. Uh, maybe people forgot about it. You know, forgot that, oh, yeah, U of A does come up here and paint our A their colors. I think it's hilarious. I also think that it's very like a low key rivalry thing to do. Like it's not aggressive. It's not like this big thing, 
but it's been done for so long yeah. that once when they get it done, you're like, oh, dang it. Well, so how do you get back at them? <laughs> AZ family interviewed some students. Okay. Stupid. <laughs> okay, what'd they say? Okay, one student said, maybe we should TP their frat row with some, that would be kind of funny, with ASU toilet paper or something. That's what I would do. Really thinking outside the box there, buddy. TP frat row with ASU, ASU toilet, toilet paper. paper. I mean, it's funny. But, like, what's that going to do? Uh, let's see. Another person said, put banners of ASU when they're sleeping or something around their school. That's lame. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that one. I like the TP one more than that one. <laughs> ASU toilet paper? Yeah, I mean, that's funny. It is funny. Oh, uh, rivalries. It's, it's happened for years, you know. Uh, ha- have you ever attempted to pull off a stunt ahead of a big rivalry game, be it high school, be it college? What did you all do? I get too scared. I was too scared in high school to do something like that. I didn't, and I didn't go to high, college. I, so. I, I didn't have school spirit in high school. <laughs> I didn't go to any of my dances. I didn't do any of that. I, I, I participated in nothing that had to do with school. See, and I was a cheerleader, so I had so much school spirit. So much. I'd be this ASU student where somebody says, hey, go watch the mountain. I'm like, no. It's your turn, Gunner. I'm not doing Let it. Let them go waste their money on red and blue paint. I don't care. That's me. Yeah. That, that was me. And yeah. I'm sure that's how students are these days. <laughs> Find your but school spirit. Did you ever attempt to pull off a stunt ahead of a big rivalry game? What'd you all do? You can text us at 22108. We're going to get to your text. Coming up next. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, it is rivalry week. ASU and U of A uh, going head to head Friday, 1 o'clock down in Tucson. It's a uh, annual rivalry between the schools. I mean, it's not as big as it used to be back in the day. You know, uh, like I said, I talked to somebody who uh, had grew up here in the Valley. The rivalry used to be a lot better when both teams were a lot better. Yeah, that makes um, sense. I guess it should be a, a bigger deal, being that the Cardinals suck uh, this season. <laughs> we need yeah. something. To all, our team, all our teams suck <laughs> right now. So I guess, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be different if they were, uh, were a lot better. But um, uh, the rivalry is still there. And some U of A students came up over the weekend and uh, painted the A on A Mountain Red and blue, which is the U of A colors, just ahead of rivalry week. And some of the students at ASU are like, let's go TP, front row. Let's get them back. <laughs> Dumb idea. Don't do that. So stupid. <laughs> Don't um, put that guy in charge. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was one of the uh, the people that the uh, news interviewed. Let's TP frat row, or let's go hang ASU banners all over the campus. Hit him where it hurts. <laughs> Just hit him where it hurts. Text the four eight zero. Can you even see the A on A Mountain anymore with all those ugly buildings around it? Ooh, I don't know. Ellen, I don't know. Text the six zero two. That never would have happened in the nineties. That's right. I yeah. mean, the person that I was talking to that grew up here in the valley, they used to protect. A mountain back of the day ahead of the rivalry game. It's when people had pride and school spirit. Nobody's, nobody's got that anymore. That's lame. That if I ever went back to college, I would have so much school spirit. It would be ridiculous. I would be so proud. I'm lying. I would. So would. <laughs> the, my, my high school cheerleader would come out and I would just be like, go school. Whatever school. I feel was. like you'll <laughs> say that, but then you actually go to school and be like, there's a lot of work. Nope. I don't have any more energy for any kind of. <laughs> I would wear, Enthusiasm. I would buy clothes, and I would have the tumbler. Liar. Nuh-uh. Uh, text the 480, go hike a mountain and check out the layers and layers of paint. It's really cool to see. Oh. Yeah, I guess it's been going on for a while. Yeah. 
Uh, text with the 602, spoiled, lazy, entitled brats. That's why <laughs> U of A got the, their paint on that logo. <laughs> Uh, so what what did you do during your rival week? What kind of stunt did y'all pull off? Text with the 717. Our rival forked our field. We came to school with the football field covered in thousands of plastic forks. I love and that. And they were shoved into the field. They weren't just spread across the top. Um, text with the 626. Before the rivalry game in my high school, uh, my high school dumped hundreds of fake fish into our rival high school's pool. <laughs> Who's spending the money on that? I don't know. Like the forks, you just go to Costco or yeah. something and get a bunch of boxes. You'd be good. But fake fishes, those have got to be expensive. <laughs> hey, Bill, your dad's got some money, right? <laughs> Can you just get a blank check, please? <laughs> I feel like that'd be an idea tossed around and then go on Amazon, find out how much it costs for hundreds of fake fish. You're like, no, nah, we didn't want yeah. to do it that bad anyway. You just do something else. Uh, text the 623, we'd steal all the license plates from all the students and toss them in the middle of campus, all <laughs> scattered. That would work for that me. That is so I, much work. I couldn't even tell you my license plate number right now. <laughs> I would have no idea. Really? You know yours? Uh, Yeah, I do. I know most of it. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't even know what letter it starts with. Really? Yeah. I would, like They're like, hey, come get your uh, license plates. I'm like, I'll take the last ones left because I have no idea what my <laughs> license plate number is. That would be me, Cheyenne. Just, we'll just weed it out by elimination. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. That is Russell Dickerson. If you get to his Instagram, you'll see that he is very proud of that inflatable hot tub he got from Costco. <laughs> Yeah, he is. He is loving all the time that he's spending in that thing. His latest photos are of him and his son in the inflatable hot tub from Costco. I can't blame him. Like, if you don't have a hot tub, any hot tub is better than no hot tub. Yeah, but I mean, he's a country star. He's a frugal country star, I guess <laughs> so you could say. frugal. Yeah, I think it's like 300 bucks for an inflatable <laughs> hot tub, and he's got it. You know, and he'll be in town coming up here in a few weeks for a sold-out show. At yes, the I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, not so excited about the rest of the Cardinals season. Uh, it was a rough loss yesterday, 38-10 to 10 to the 49ers down in Mexico City. And I'm back on the Firecliff bandwagon. Yeah? Why? I, what happened? I mean, for the longest time, I was I was on it. Then Hard Knocks in Season came out. Mm-hmm. Watched episode one, episode two. And, you know, you, you kind of learn about these players on a personal level, you know, and you see how hard that they're fighting to get wins. And, you know, you, you learn about Cliff and and how he coaches the team, and obviously he's not coaching well enough. Yeah. You know, and I mean, yeah, I got to see him on more of a personal level on Hard Knocks, but after the game yesterday, he's just got to go. They didn't score any, uh, they didn't score a touchdown in the first quarter. They scored uh, a field goal and a touchdown total in the first half. That touchdown came in the second quarter. Oh, So they boy. had 10 yeah. points okay. going into halftime. They scored zero points in the third and fourth quarter. When you go to halftime, you make adjustments, right? Right. Supposed to make adjustments, come out, turn things around, start scoring points to win this game. They scored zero points in the third and fourth quarter as the 49ers turned it on. They went and made the adjustments they needed to make to score more points. And, and they uh, did, clearly. They those points, 38 to 10. Wow, that is a whooping. That's embarrassing. And I told you last week, don't get excited over that Cardinals victory because they did beat the Rams, but it was a crappy Rams team. Right. You know, and I mean, watching, they do feature that game on Hard Knocks in season and everybody's got smiles, everybody's celebrating. But in the back of my mind, I, just what I said, don't get too excited, man. It's great to have a win, but that was a crappy Rams team. 
Come on. So the rest of the season is. And that, yeah, I said this will be the test. Yeah. You got a 49ers team who's doing really well. They're going to make a run at this uh, the Super Bowl, which they could be here in Glendale coming up next year. Wow. Uh, for the Super Bowl, you know, playing whoever they end up playing. I don't know, maybe the <laughs> Buffalo Bills or something. Who knows? <laughs> but, you know, that, that was a test yesterday and they failed that test. That sucks. That I know a lot of people like I personally I really don't care all too much because I'm not like a big football fan, but a lot of people do really care, and that sucks. Uh, so hopefully Cliff Kingsbury has a horrible Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> that is just me. I'm just kidding. Not no, right. you're not. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. <laughs> oh, we appreciate you guys so much for having us on. I'm uh, working on a turkey song, Cheyenne. I think I'll unveil it, tip it up later on. Are you going to sing it? I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm working on the lyrics. <gasps> yes. We're going to be talking about a turkey here and the way that a dude hunted a turkey. He got in trouble. Right. The way he hunted this turkey. And, I, you know, I started, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, Tom Turkey, oh, Tom Turkey, <laughs> how hey. tasty is your breast meat? <laughs> So I'm working on the lyrics. I'm working on it. That's funny. We'll get it later on this morning. But uh, there is a dude. Uh uh, Happened in New Hampshire. He's facing charges after he illegally hunted a wild turkey. Maybe if he would have just strangled it by the neck, Cheyenne, he'd be okay. (laughs) You know, like my assumption is that that's how I would hunt a turkey. How did he illegally hunt the turkey? He shot it with a handgun from his car. (laughs) Like from inside his, his car? car? Yeah, he was oh, driving okay. his car. Yeah. Had the handgun, saw a turkey. <laughs> he was like, oh, turkey, pop up. Yeah, saw dinner. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, honey, I got the turkey taken care of. New Hampshire has two turkey hunting seasons, uh, one for shotguns in October, one for archery, which is going on now, but it's never legal to hunt them with a handgun and definitely not while driving down the road. <laughs> Police got a tip that he had shot the turkey by reaching out his car window. He was also within 300 feet of a home and fired across a road, which makes it even more illegal. Yeah. He's facing multiple charges for poaching. Not clear if he gets to keep the turkey for Thanksgiving or not. (laughs) I'm going to go probably not. It's confiscated for sure. Dude, he saw it. I mean, have you lived in a place where there's turkeys just kind of roaming around? Yeah. In Washington, there's turkeys everywhere. I I never saw those. Yeah. it It depends on where you're at, but Washington State has turkeys all over the place. Have you ever hunted them? Yes. Have I ever got one? No. What makes them so skittish and, uh, it's, well, and tough to get? I have always been an archery hunter, so you have to be very close to turkeys. And to pull back a bow, quiet and stealthy enough for a turkey to not notice you, is not how the easiest loud is thing. A, how loud is a bow when you pull it back? It's not that it's loud. It's your movement. Like, you're coming from, like... Having your elbows tucked in and holding your bow, right? And having to pull all the way back. That's a big movement. Is you the tin man or what? I mean, why, no, how like big of a sound there. does it make? I didn't say it. No, it's not that it makes a sound. It's the movement. I know, but you just did that and it didn't make a noise. Because I don't have a bow. I know, that's what I'm saying. How loud is the bow? It's not the noise. It's the movement. They're not blind. So, but you said the noise, so that's no, what I, I got caught up on. I said it, it's not it's the, the noise. noise, it's the movement. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what do you, you need oil? You're the tin man? You're, no, it's the movement. Like, you have to go back to a full draw, and that's a long way for some people. Especially well, why don't you just use a gun? Arms. Because that's just not the way that we hunt in family. <laughs> We're real hunters. Yeah, we just don't. We use bow and arrows. Yeah. If you don't use a bow and arrow, you're not a real hunter. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> But that's just, you know, 
no matter what it is. So you never did get one? I never did. My dad gets one usually every year, though. He's a very good turkey hunter. I uh, text the 602. Isn't a wild turkey gamey? Yeah. Yeah, but so it's... So what's the difference between a wild turkey and a, a like a butterball that you buy at the store? <laughs> Your, like your wild turkey is eating the wild plant life while like a butterball turkey is raised on a farm and it is eating grains and things like that to get super okay. fat and plump. So how do you get the gamey taste out of the turkey? Because I, I feel like that would ruin Thanksgiving. You're like, you're, you got your nice big lump piece of breast meat there and you put gravy on it. And- it's just a taste. Like either you like it or you don't. It's no different than like a cow that was ra- like a meat cow that was grass fed will taste different than a cow that was more grain fed. Huh. They just it just tastes different. Uh, where would you hunt around here? Are there, are there turkeys oh, around know. here? I mean, obviously not hanging out with javelina out in the desert. But where would you where would you find a turkey at in Arizona? Like, My I- assumption would be up towards like Payson. Like up north would be my assumption. If you hunt turkey, let us know where you go find a turkey. He's not, not going to go anyways. Yeah, not, but not, yeah, no. <laughs> I might go. Are you? No, no exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to put it saying I won't. <laughs> All right. If you know where to hunt turkey around here, you can text us at uh, 2218. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, there are a lot of places you can actually hunt turkey here in Arizona. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, North Deer Flagstaff, they got turkeys, like you had mentioned, Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we were talking about uh, who has pet turkey. Probably not many, because maybe they'll last till the next Thanksgiving. And that's it. And you're looking at them being like, you're useless. <laughs> you and, raise it for one purpose. That's right. <laughs> Meat on the table. Uh, somebody mentions, uh, text the 602, my neighbor has two pet turkeys and they are useless. Uh, <laughs> told you. They don't lay eggs. You can't cuddle with them. What are you going to do with it? Nothing is the answer. Text the 480. Turkeys are all over Arizona, mostly up north or higher elevation. I believe we have three different species of turkeys. Oh, okay. Mo says, uh, come on, Gutter, you got to get out more. (laughs) Yes, that's true. Text the 928. You can hunt turkeys on the White Mountain Apache Reservation. Oh. Uh, Text the 623. Turkeys are in Williams from what I hear. Okay. Uh, text of the 760, got a turkey tag uh, next spring above Lake Roosevelt. Haven't been up there, but I I hear they are there. I sure hope so. <laughs> I sure hope so, too. That's always the worst. Text of the 60, what, to get a tag and nothing and there? nothing there. You, yeah. You're told something is there and there's, there's nothing. Text of the 602, wild turkey is way better than store-bought anywhere on the rim. Uh, I've got one in my fridge defrosting that I killed in April. Oh, it's awesome. Good for you. Chase uh, with APAC says they can be found uh, north of the Verde Valley. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you want to get the gamey taste out of your turkey, soak it in buttermilk overnight. That's a uh, text to the 480. I just don't know. Like, what's the point of that? What's the point of getting a wild turkey and then removing the gamey taste of it? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it's the thrill of the hunt, right? I mean, why, why play hunting video games on your Xbox? Right? Yeah, but if if you're hunting the turkey, enjoy the gamey part of it. Like enjoy the thrill of the hunt. Yes, you can do that I mean, too. I, you can go to Costco and grab one out of the uh, the freezer section there, or you could take a, a an arch uh, a bow and arrow and go hunt your own. But maybe you don't like the gamey taste, so then you soak it in buttermilk. Yeah. And there you go. I think if you're gonna hunt it, you should enjoy the gamey taste. <laughs> you're stuck in. with the gamey taste. Yeah, that you just I just personally think that you should. I like it. Well, go home I one then, not. Cheyenne. 
No, my, said- my bow and arrow's up in Washington State. I haven't brought it down yet. I don't have space for it. Yeah, you got an apartment. Yeah. Got a tough time. Wait till I get a house, though. Then that oh, changes then, the Oh, look out. Look then out. I got space for it. Shane's lifestyle is going to change. <laughs> She's going to become that hunter. She's going to go javelina hunter. She's going to do it all. I will be the hunter and the gatherer. <laughs> all right. Tuesday Confessions is coming up next. If you have a confession for us today, you can text us right now at 22108. All right. It's a Tuesday tradition. We do it every Tuesday at about this time. It's time for Tuesday Confessions. Tuesday Confessions. Just send us an anonymous text and Gunner and Cheyenne. We'll help you get it off your chest. My Tuesday Confessions. Well, if there's something you want to get off your chest ahead of this long holiday weekend. You know, maybe get it off your chest now and not in front of the family, because uh, that could start some arguments. Yes. Obviously. But, I mean, if you just kind of want to get it out there, text us right now anonymously at 22108. No names, no area codes. Here we go. All right. Uh, text a guy at one uh, at work once accidentally typed many tanks instead of many thanks at the end of an email. Ever since, I've made an effort to end every email to him with many tanks and included at least... Three pics of tanks. <laughs> I'm genuinely scared that I'm going to run out of tank pictures on Google. That's funny. It's an ongoing little That's joke. That's just there. funny. Uh, tax eight years ago, I found a rubber duck in my desk drawer what? and joked to colleagues that I collect them. They started buying them for me now, and I've got hundreds of rubber ducks now. Even clients joined in giving me corporate branded ducks as gifts. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That is amazing. <laughs> Text, my boyfriend broke up with me after my dad's funeral and moved out, leaving a load of books that he later picked up. I ripped out the final page of each book. Happy reading, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> that is genius. Uh, this one is random from like Easter. When, uh, when my kids were small and I was extremely hungry after a few beers, I'd eat the bottom half of their Easter eggs before they'd received them and carefully place them back into the packaging in their place. <laughs> For years, they thought Easter eggs were just one half of an egg. That's so much effort. So <laughs> how much effort? effort? You pull it out yeah, and right it. back in. Yeah, but how like, is that so much effort? Don't you got to rewrap it? Doesn't it have I'm like, assuming the foil? it was just like, aren't you, why don't you rewrap it? It's, I, I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, we eat two we different have, kinds of Easter eggs. Yeah, we definitely do. <laughs> Yours are wrapped, mine are not. <laughs> And uh, final one here. Uh, tax during a recent dental hygienist appointment, I needed a fart so badly <laughs> okay. that I faked a dizzy spell so I could pop outside for some fresh air for just a couple of minutes. <laughs> hey, hey, you got to do what yeah, you got to do. It happens, man, yeah. especially after Taco Tuesday. <laughs> hey, I'm working on this turkey song I'm going to be singing. It's almost done. I got to cut for you. Coming up here on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, final day of school for a lot of kiddos, and uh, their Thanksgiving break starts tomorrow and runs all throughout the weekend. Lucky ducks. We tried to do that, but uh, Boss Man's like, nope, you must remain in the bunker downtown. Well, fine. Through Wednesday (laughs) until the official company holiday of Thursday Thanksgiving. But, hey, this Thanksgiving weekend, uh, it's a great time to do a little extra drinking, spend a little more time with the ones you love. Sounds a lot like Country Thunder to me. It really does. Yeah, each day of this four-day weekend is another chance to score four-day passes and a sold-out campsite for Camel Country Thunder, which is coming up in April. All you got to do is listen to Camel Country all weekend for the word that wins. Text it in, then you're in to win a pair of tickets, a pair of four-day passes, and that sold-out campsite. 
to Camel Country Thunder. Full details on our website. Uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, uh, uh, we were talking about turkeys earlier and the amount of turkey text messages that have been coming in at 2218. They keep rolling in. Okay. <laughs> uh, I might as well mention a few of these. All right. Uh, you were talking about uh, hunting turkeys, which if you want to go hunt them here in Arizona, you can go up north like Flagstaff, uh, Grand Canyon, Payson, uh, a lot of turkeys up in that area there. Mm-hmm. And uh, you mentioned that, that turkeys are hard to hunt because why? Well, when you're hunting archery, like you have to be way closer than you do with a firearm. Way closer. Uh, turkeys, uh, text of the 480, turkeys can see normal colors, not like other games. So it makes it a lot harder to hunt. Mm-hmm. They're not, they, they can see all the things rather than other animals. Plus the, uh, the, the motion of your, uh, of drawing bow, back your, your, your bow, your bow. Cheyenne, uh, has been turkey hunting, but she has yet to land one. Nope. So sounds like an amateur, uh, I hunter am to me. not a good hunter. <laughs> I will be very honest. I love it. I love the experience. I'm not good at it. I fall asleep very easily. What, are you just waiting on the turkey? Yes. You're just waiting on that thing to come walking in? And yep. You just go to your spot and you hunger down. Walk onto my dinner plate. Walk <laughs> onto my dinner plate. The best part is like when the sun's coming up and it starts to warm you and you just like get so toasty, you just fall asleep. That's why I'm a terrible yeah, hunter. I'll take your word for it. I don't like the cold. <laughs> I'd rather be in my living room with the smell of a turkey in the oven. <laughs> Without like going in zero effort. For one. Yeah, <laughs> zero effort. The most effort was pulling out my Costco card. That was it. Uh, I texted the 602. Turkeys do lay eggs. I had no idea. I asked him, uh, uh, this individual who texted from the 602, I said, uh, can you eat the eggs? And they said, yes, they're roughly the size of two to three chicken eggs. Ah. Also, they only lay uh, every few days versus chicken laying about every day. Uh, and, and the reason this person knows this stat is because they have a pet turkey named Roast. <laughs> you named your pet turkey Roast? <laughs> That's amazing. I'd rather go Giblets, though. I think Giblets is a better turkey. Ooh, name. I like I that. You should get a pet turkey. I'm never getting turkey. Dang it. Never. <laughs> never getting any wild animals like that. Uh, but speaking of turkey, I've been working on my turkey song, and I'll unveil it and sing it for you next here on Campbell Country. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, appreciate you having us on this morning. Uh, Thanksgiving a couple of days away. We were talking about turkeys all morning today. Yes. Cheyenne is a uh, an avid hunter. Or used to be an <laughs> used avid to hunter. Be. I used to be. And I thought the turkeys had no use whatsoever. Um, and that's why they ended up on the you know Thanksgiving dinner table. And why would you have one as a pet? And people do have them as pets. And apparently they lay eggs. I didn't know that. Cheyenne didn't know that. Text the 928, no offense, Gunner, but didn't you know a bird laid eggs? Honestly, I've never even thought about it. I was putting all my trust in the resident hunter here in this studio. <laughs> I've never thought about a turkey procreating ever in my life. It's like a mammal. Yeah, kind of. They grow the little baby turkeys inside the belly and... And they I all guess, come out like a like a, a litter of puppies. I mean, it makes sense that they lay <laughs> eggs now that I think about it, but I've never thought about it. Yeah, me neither. I don't know. Why would I? Well, uh, yeah, they don't sell turkey eggs in the uh, the free in the refrigerated section, exactly. right? Exactly. I mean, they might. I've never seen them. I've never. Noticed. I mean, we eat chicken, we eat turkey. Why yes. aren't there turkey eggs available at the grocery store? So, I mean, it kind of makes sense a little bit, right? If you're not a yeah. hunter and don't know anything about animals. Uh, it kind of makes sense that us idiots would think that turkeys don't lay eggs. Yeah, stop making fun of us. Jeez. But speaking of turkeys, I've been working on a song all morning. Yes, and you it have. it is time 
to unveil said song. I can't wait. <laughs> got the pitch pipe. <laughs> Not too high. Mm-hmm. You ready for it, Cheyenne? I think I'm almost ready. I've been ready all morning. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> All right, here we okay. go. It's called it's called Tom Turkey. Okay. okay. Uh here we go. Oh Tom Turkey. Oh Tom Turkey. How tasty is your breast meat? Oh Tom Turkey. Oh Tom Turkey. Until the end you were cage free. I love your white meat with gravy. I eat too much and I get sleepy. Oh, Tom Turkey. Oh, Tom Turkey. You are the star of Thanksgiving. Oh, Tom Turkey. Oh, Tom Turkey. The turkey legs are inviting. Oh, Tom Turkey. Oh, Tom Turkey. I'll eat them like a Viking. Skull! I eat my so much, my gut stretches, but I leave enough for sandwiches. Oh, Tom Turkey. Oh, Tom Turkey. Oh, how I love you Thanksgiving. Ah. That was everything I was hoping it was going to be. I hope it becomes the next radio hit. Yes. Like Adam Sandler's little turkey song that he's got. Absolutely. (laughs) I don't know, but I wish. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand.